It's time to talk about all things mental health. This is Get Mental with Cecile Aarons and T. Smith. As a seasoned licensed therapist, Cecile is the owner of Transcend Therapy and is here to inform, guide, and reconnect you on the big and small everyday happenings that affect our mental and emotional well-being. Cecile and T. Smith are passionate about making a lasting and positive impact on people, connecting them to their own wisdom and strength while having a little fun along the way. Get ready to challenge the power of your human spirit. It's time for Get Mental with Cecile Aarons and T. Smith. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Get Mental Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We are here today meeting virtually, recording virtually with Mr. T. Smith. How you doing? What's up? What's up, guys? I'm excited. I'm excited. Hey, Cecile, how are you feeling today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm amazing. I'm amazing. Yes, yes. Just home for a couple of weeks and um, just enjoying time with the family and friends. Glad to be home, man. But I'm missing that 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 sunny sunshine out there. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, you're socially distancing, right, or physically distancing, staying yes, safe. Yes, keeping it safe. Keeping it safe. And trust me, oh, you should see my mom, man. Six feet, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, how, how, what's it like over there in Chicago as far as, you know, what's happening in the world? Are you, I, it, does it look like they're, they're feeling it there? Yeah. So, you know, here they're, they're definitely ready to get outside. The weather's about to get nice. If you know anything about Chicago, you know about summertime shy, but it's been, uh, it's been recently been a lot of raining. And if you definitely, if you know Chicago, you might get some snow next week. Um, <laughs> wow. The middle of May, you might get some snow, but you know, it's um definitely been a time where I got to enjoy it kind of kick back a little bit and just enjoy friends and family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So hopefully everybody's um, safe and healthy over there. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yes. Yeah, so we have an amazing topic. It's, it's a, it's a fun one. I can't wait to get into it. It's what do women do wrong in relationships? Let's talk today. Yes. And first of all, before we begin, I just want to, I just want to have a huge disclaimer here. Ladies, I am 100% in your corner. Okay. (laughs) 100% in your corner. However, we all have blind spots and Mm. part of my mission is not just to elevate women, but to also help women become personally responsible and more reflective and accountable for their choices, because that is the way to elevate each other. Yes. You know, so that's the spirit in which we're doing this. Okay. So Mr. T, be gentle. Be nice. gentle. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a few things here, kind of like a top 10 almost. Let's uh, do it. Yeah. So the first thing that I thought of, and I'm speaking for myself as well, is the <laughs> tendency to be too independent. So I call it Miss Too Independent. Yes. Right? Meaning, you know, when you're so focused on your goals and your career and achieving things, it can be easy to um, mistakenly think that, you know, it's all about you and that. You don't need, I hear that a lot. I don't need a man, you know? Um, And it's not about needing a man, right? It's about wanting a man or a partner in your life. So ladies, I think you just need to be a little bit more cognizant when you're that kind of person. If you have that kind of driving personality, not to alienate your partner in the process and not to emasculate them, right? Because I know personally in some of my past relationships, 
there's been that kind of weird power struggle that's happened. It also depends on the man and their ability to kind of feel secure within themselves to have a lady or a partner who is so driven and ambitious. And I know a lot of those women in my circle, and they tend to have a lot of issues finding partners. And I think sometimes it's because, and I'd love to hear your opinion on this, T. I think sometimes it's because like you forget your softness, you know, it's a very kind of alpha male existence when you're going for things. So I think, you know, for the, for the ladies, my advice is for you to kind of look at, am I still, where's my sensuality and sexuality? You know, am I still nurturing that even though I'm pursuing these goals and even though, you know, I'm trying to be um, self-sufficient and successful in my own right because that's still what makes us women too is our tenderness right our our femininity so making sure you don't um ignore that or forget about that what are your thoughts t um first and foremost i love that i love those comments to see her. i love the way you articulated that and from a man's perspective on what women do wrong considering being too independent mm-hmm. i just i I agree with you 100% that um, what men want today is not so much about love, it's so much about respect. Mm -hmm. And if we don't get that respect, it's only because, like you said, there's a power struggle, Mm -hmm. you know, and if a man does not feel like a man inside of the relationship, Mm -hmm. then he has no place, he has no, he doesn't feel home. You know, and it's nothing against women being independent, but, you know, the roles and the man's ego, the man's pride, you know, women who submit usually get the world, you know, women who don't ask for anything and just really just support and do their thing really get the world Mm -hmm. is that when you're too independent is when you challenge our ego. Right. And then now is a fight for who is the who wears the pants in the house. Yeah. Yeah. And no man wants to fight for his dreams all day, then come home and have to fight his partner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there's, it's definitely teamwork, but in a man's mind and in biblical, how it should be is the man leads the home. Okay, hold up now. <laughs> <laughs> hold up now. <laughs> the man leads the home, you know. The, the I, got some, I got some thoughts and feelings about that. <laughs> there goes Miss Independent. <laughs> No, you know, but I will, I, just, I will, I will uh, tell you my thoughts on that, but go ahead. I just always felt that, you know, being an alpha man, being a, a, a good man, I think it's your responsibility as a man to give your wife the blueprint and teach her how to read it. You know what I mean? So what's the blueprint? The blueprint is the vision God gave me for us to have a better life. And now I'm not saying that my vision is the only vision that matters. Yeah, because I was going to say that can sound really, you know, sexist. Absolutely. And that's not the, that's not the case. But God speaks to, through the man of the house. God speaks to the vision. And um, women's best asset is to help that man take visions and turn them into tangible results. Okay. That okay. might be for the more traditional, right, model or mm-hmm. role. And I hear you because that's part of my upbringing. But so we can talk to the 2020 woman then. But, you know, and I think we talked about this last, on our last podcast, is that everybody has a a way, a vision and mission for their relationship. And it's not our place to say what it should be, right? Like, meaning, if you are in a more traditional relationship, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as both people are happy about that and okay with that, right? 
But um, the concept, what I believe, T, is that, you know, you don't want to be too overly dependent, independent. Then you don't want to be on the other extreme, which I'm calling codependent, which you don't have a self. And it's all about other people's feelings, thoughts, needs, and preferences. You don't want those two extremes. You want to work towards the middle, which is I'm calling interdependent, meaning there's a healthy need and desire for each other in the relationship. And both parties can inform and influence each other and collaborate on the vision of the relationship and the the trajectory of the relationship. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. Does that does that fit into like what you were trying to say? Absolutely. I think um, you know, like I always say on our shows, two can't walk together unless they agree. Yeah. You know, and if we're together is only because we're having the same conversation in life Mm -hmm. and then we just have to create that balance yes but what what women do wrong is that you know it's not a you have to be right for the other person to be wrong you know and being independent want to go off your dreams that's perfectly fine but it's not so much what you do is how you go about doing it exactly exactly and how you're making about doing it how that man feels right you might say well he has low self-esteem he has no that's not the case Mm -hmm. the case is is that as just as a man, we're wired to be men. We're wired to be tough. We're wired to be leaders. We're wired to be, you know, the strong person in the household. Like, you know, we love to feel the fact that, you know, our wife or our significant other is submissive to our vision, can trust us, depend on us. So when there's an independent spirit, the I don't need you, I don't need that, I'm good but we together, then it's like, are we together? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or is it you doing your thing, I'm doing my thing, and we just going half on the bills. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go half on the bills with somebody. Mm-hmm. I want to go half on a legacy with somebody. Mm-hmm. But in order to have that, in order to do that, we have to have respect for each other, right? you know, but definitely don't overstep the boundaries where somebody got to have the end all be all. Right. And have, um, you know, be willing to compromise. Yes. That's huge, you know, and I've had to learn that, you know, in my life and in my marriage. Um, And I have an equally independent man, you know, and, but sometimes he checks me like, hey, you you can't do that today, boo. We got some stuff going on or nope, I need a break. You need to, you know, slow down. And so I have to like really, you know, honor that and respect that. And at times, you know, especially in the beginning of our relationship, it was, it was a huge adjustment because I've been, you know, kind of on my own and doing my thing. So Mm. it was a maturity, you know, uh, moment for me. And I thank him for that because you want to make the most important thing, the most important thing. And that for me is my family. So I think for the independent ladies, you got to get your priorities right and straight. It's not all about goals and career and achievement. You know, it just depends on what you really want and what you value. And if you're in a relationship and you really want to preserve that relationship, um, you got to make that relationship the most important thing. So sometimes that means you got to press pause on your stuff, you know? So, um, what do you have in mind as far as what women do wrong in relationships? I'm sure, sure you got a few things. (laughs) You know, my, my thing today is, um, is peace. You talk about peace a lot. 
Yeah, so let me talk to the ladies today, right? Yes, break it down. Come on, ladies, pull up your chair, right? <laughs> so, ladies, listen, I think um, a lot of times what men need, one of the most critical things a man needs, especially in the world that we live in today, is a peace of mind. And if you can provide peace to that man's life, it'll transcend every other area to the next level. So the opposite of that, what women do wrong is you got to learn how to pick and choose your battles. Mm. You got to learn how to pick and choose your battles. Some things you just... You go had to take on the shoulder or the chin but then some things you got to really be adamant about mm -hmm. me in the shift but peace like no man wants to consist always be arguing mm -hmm. no man wants a, a nitpicker like uh like we don't want to we we want to date women like our mom but we don't want to date our mom <laughs> so you think your mom's a nitpicker <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We want is women. We want good women like our mother, but we don't want to date our mother. Yeah, so, but what's nitpicking though? Let's let's really try to break that down because um, sometimes women are triggered. Yes. Okay. Triggered by what? By stuff. By stuff you guys do. But having said that, this is where the ladies. If you know, this is a point of reflection for you is those are triggers, meaning if it's an emotionally charged incident and it started with something small that that might indicate that there's something from the past that's igniting that reaction or that nitpicking behaviors that may have nothing to do with the current situation. Okay. You know, so that's probably what you're experiencing to, is if you've had some of those ladies who are when you say nitpicking i'm assuming it's like nagging you right yeah, criticizing like, yes like and, and that's complaining and see a woman's place in a man's life like you guys have so much power in your tongue when it comes to our life mm. like, when you guys speak you have a tongue. yes and you nurture us and stuff like that so the totally opposite of you guys nurturing us is you guys nagging us <laughs> Or breaking it down sometimes, right? Yeah, breaking us down like Jesus Christ, like <laughs> you know. But you know, some of the times it's needed, but most times it's like you got to pick and choose. Like a woman, when she's ready, when someone's on her chest, she's right then and there. Nine times out of ten, she's going ready to get it off her chest. Right, and that might not be a perfect time. Ah, gotcha. That's for true. that man to you know to process that. Process yeah. that, like you know he. Let's just say he get off work and you've been holding this 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 argument in for two days now. Yeah. You've been holding this argument in for two days. You done practice all your lines. And then you pick the worst time to just spaz out, all right? <laughs> See? Spaz out. We're gonna talk about that too. <laughs> the next episode. What men do wrong in relationships. What men do wrong, man. That next episode's gonna be crazy. Yeah. No, but you know, just you. picking and choosing your battles, man. You know, you know, you know who you're dealing with. Yeah, so you're saying pick your battles, um, be mindful of the timing. Yes. Just because you're ready doesn't mean it's a good time to talk your, about it. Your verbiage. Yes, and your delivery. Your delivery. Your tone. Yes. I Let's talk about this over dinner or something, you know, <laughs> over a good situation where, you know, I'm at peace. Yes, that is so true, you guys. That is so true. Because that's even what we talk about in couples counseling is learning how to fight. Okay, mm. learning how to fight and timing is everything. It I is love that learning how to fight. Yes. Wow. There's all these strategies we help people with on what we call fighting fair. How to fight fairly? You know, basic ground rules, basic no-nos. And really tailoring it to the two people in the relationship, not just the person that's hurting, right? Wow, I like that. Yeah. You have a singles counselor. <laughs> <laughs>
right? So everybody, if you're finding yourself stuck in relationships, you know, I'm a big advocate of therapy, not just because I'm a therapist, but because therapists listen differently. We are looking for themes, patterns, and ways to help you uh, permanently resolve a lot of the issues in the relationship. We're not listening as your friend. We're there to really get you to get some results and help you with some change. So with that said, Tia, I'm going to do a little plug. If you live in California (laughs) and you need um, some uh, support in this, please visit us, transcendtherapyca.com, transcendtherapyca.com. And we have some great clinicians um, ready to support you all and uh, assist. So back to this topic. My next topic, uh, sorry, my next thing about what women do wrong in relationships is sending too many mixed messages. Mm. Can you relate? Absolutely. So, and you know, before I get into the problem, I want to give, I want to acknowledge that it is difficult to be always honest and upfront about how you feel. Okay. But what happens is when you have a pattern of sending mixed messages, it's it's kind of passive aggressive, right? And then it creates confusion in your partner. Yes. And then you expect them to just know what you really mean, but you're not being straight up and transparent about how you're really feeling. So it just creates this cycle of frustration and confusion in both parties. Yes. Okay. So um, a lot of times I think this is stemming from women not being clear about who they are and what they want and also having some pain from the past that's affecting the current relationship. Come on, come on. So if again, if this is a pattern, you guys, it's not just going to go away. You need some help straightening this stuff out. Yeah. And it's really not fair to, the, to your partner either. So an example might be, right, like your man maybe comes home late one time from work and maybe this was something that an ex used to do but he was cheating on you right but that trigger of your man coming home late from work created all these feelings in you and instead of maybe talking about it you deny ignore repress and then maybe you know your partner comes to you and says hey you know what are we having for dinner and you end up like responding in a kind of sassy smart way and your partner's like what the hell is going on and it starts it starts with these little kind of passive aggressive moments, you know, and then you don't talk about it. You say, nothing's going on. I just didn't know you were going to be coming home late. And then you, you make it about him coming home late when really it's deeper than that. Mm. Do you follow me? Yes. And sometimes the woman doesn't know yet that it's deeper than that. Mm. Okay. She just thinks she's irritated because you came home late. Mm. And so it's a process of getting to know what is really activating yourself. So for the ladies, you know, if this is something you struggle with or your partner has given you feedback about it, it's really important to kind of look at the patterns in which these kinds of reactions are happening for you. Because if it is a pattern, there's usually an underlying deeper reason for why something as simple as him coming home late is getting you to feel so upset, right? Like the punishment doesn't fit the crime. So anytime something's kind of off like that with your reactions, that could indicate that there's something deeper there that you're not aware of. Or if you are aware of it, it's best to talk about it, you know, 
So ideally, you would, you'd want to tell your partner like, hey, babe, you know, when you came home late and I was um, giving you some attitude, I realized it's because my ex used to do that. And that really um, brought back a lot of stuff for me. And mm-hmm. it got me, you know, upset with you. But I understand, you know, you're not him. You're not cheating on me. Whatever you need to say. But that's what it would sound like if you were if you had that self-awareness and then you guys just are done with the argument you nip it in the bud right instead of it perpetuating all night long into the morning trust me i've had i've helped so many couples have fights like this that you know came out of nowhere quote unquote seemingly out of nowhere but when we unpack it in session turns out it's not as you know innocent as it was i love love that wife that that explanation is deep because it goes beyond the surface Mm -hmm. and we're really maybe arguing about two different things (laughs) right right i mean just think about a time when that happened to you in your life and you're like scratching your head going why are we fighting about this yes is there's a just to put it out there like there's a difference between the idea of a relationship and the responsibility of a relationship mm. you know and a lot of times women will come to the table and you know the mixed signals is that in you guys's mind there's a different story playing out than what's playing in real life right you know and but we're not talking about it we're not sharing yeah. it with you you're not sharing it and then there's no room for the man to make adjustments because we don't know you're not sharing it right right so you know the mixed signals is that we it's, it, it creates an off balance that i can't really nurture you or, or i can't be i can't be in the same vibe and frequency as you because i don't understand what's wrong mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you feel me so there's a lot of you're saying one thing right and you're moving a different way yeah so what does that do to you tell the ladies help the ladies understand what's what's that like to be on the receiving end of that yeah so ladies what one thing for sure a man loves a woman who's for sure <laughs> i love that you feel me one thing for sure a man loves a woman who's for sure like she's certain she don't play about her man so she, be, be clear be transparent be clear. yes <laughs> and we're not we can't we're not psychics we can't read you guys' mind mm-hmm. Water. You guys, you guys, you guys are talk about everything that happened in your day. But when it's time to talk about what's bothering you, what's breaking some things down, there's a little resolve. You know, it's, then it's you're not fully having a conversation. It's like, and everybody do. It's not just women, but it's like half truths. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're not lying to me, but you're not telling the whole mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah, I do. So yes, you know, my my thoughts is that there's one thing being said, but then the actions don't line up. And we have to, if we're going to be, a, we're going to be together, we got to pull out all the skeletons on the table. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or I'm going to forever be a prisoner to your insecurities. <laughs> yeah, that can certainly happen. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so if that's yeah. a pattern, right? And in, in the relationship, you guys, it, it takes both people to break that pattern. Yes. But sometimes you might need professional help or guidance or right. Talking to people in your life who are, who are having healthy relationships and asking them for guidance, you know, but this happens a lot. That's why I brought it up. Um, Just people not, don't know how to communicate their needs 
And sometimes it's because they don't even know what their needs are. They don't even, they don't even have the awareness or insight about what is really making them upset. Yes. You know, so it's hard to fix the problem when you don't know what the problem really is. Right. Exactly. So then it's like, there's an awkwardness that creeps into your relationship. Mm -hmm. And then that can create tension, resentment. And then, you know, over time, you're just not getting along. Right. Exactly. So when people fight about the toast, it's not really about the toast, right? <laughs> I'm tired of eating chicken. <laughs> <laughs> when you're fighting about the laundry, it's not really about the laundry. Not about the laundry. You know? <laughs> it's about not feeling supported sometimes, right? There's theme. There's underlying unmet needs is my point. So what's next on your list, T? So I think um, another thing women do wrong is thinking that the way they like to be loved is how we got to give it. Mm, That's a a dicey one. Let's let's, let's break it down. You got the slice and dice. That that one works. So (laughs) everybody has a different love language, of course. Yes. And a lot of times that, you know, women, you guys are naturally from childhood. You guys are believing in this fairy tale. Beauty and the Beast walking down the aisle is beautiful. It's just the way you like to be loved and and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And you might find a good man that loves you in a different way. You may, you may, you may find a good man that loves you how he loves you, not how you want him to love you. Yes. And what I mean by that is just because, now I'm not saying that he can't cater to you and get and get in that space, but don't knock how his love, his he can give you 100% of how he give you, but in your mind, it may be 20% of how you want it. Right. So you got to be careful that how you want to be loved is already being reciprocated mm-hmm. and how you want to be loved is actually served and it's realistic. Right, right. You know, we can't expect everything, but then turn around and don't give you know what I'm saying? Give what's expected. I'm so glad you brought that up because that's true. You know, um, there's so much stuff that we've been inundated with as women about what we should expect from a man. Yeah. Starting at a very early age, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, right? We got to be rescued and we got to, we got to wait for that knight in shining armor. Yes. And we won't be complete until all of that has happened. Just all these really distorted messages about love and you're right 100% correct there we all have different love languages and you know it's really important that ladies and also men learn to appreciate the love that's being given to them in the language that the partner prefers yeah but the primary love language sometimes you have to flex meaning if my primary (laughs) love language is words of affirmation which actually it is and yours say is physical touch, T, and we're in a relationship, there might be times when the physical touch ain't going to cut it for me. And I'm going to need you to stretch and step up to the plate and say say stuff to me, right? And so there's there's a time for that where you have to stretch and vice versa. And I have to like stretch in the department of physical touch because I know that that's what you're really, uh, that's what you need the most in that moment, right? Not my words of affirmation. So there is a dance where people have to flex. I call it flexing and compromising. But 
overall in the day-to-day, it is really important to keep reminding yourself that love does not look one way. Just, you know, and really starting to celebrate the way your partner is showing up for you and loving you. Because yeah. it's once you get that, that this, the balance of that, it's such a sweet experience. It really is. And I'm also talking about just in my marriage because my, my guy is an acts of service kind of guy, for example. And he does so much for me, so much, you know, and in the beginning of the relationship, it wasn't something I valued that much because it wasn't my primary, primary love language, right? Mm-hmm. In the maturation process and the growth of the relationship and my myself as a woman, you know, once I really started not just making it about me, which is essentially what a relationship is about, right? When you start really just looking at celebrating the person in front of you and who they are, my whole shift and experience change, my whole uh, perspective and experience change, you know? So there's a magic to it when you can really honor ladies, the man in front of you and how they're showing up for you. And, and they actually then want to give more to you. They then want to really learn how to speak your language because they feel heard and seen and celebrated for who they are. Yes. You know? So, yeah, never underestimate the power of really just accepting somebody for who they are. You Absolutely. Know? I'm not saying accepting the bad stuff or the abusive stuff, but meaning really, really looking at this person and honoring their strengths honoring who they are honoring what they bring to the table man i'm going to church today <laughs> <laughs> let me send the plate around <laughs> doesn't that sound good t on, on to be on the receiving end of that yes that sounds good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah thank you for bringing that up because oftentimes people miss the cues that they are loved that they are in a loving relationship because they don't know about this love language thing, yes. you know, and then it looks like he's, you know, my partner is not there for me. Really, most of the time people are, you're just not recognizing it as yes. love. Yes. You think you, yeah, you, you think it's being people are avoiding you or they just don't understand you. Yes. 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 You know, um, that's a great point. And I, I totally agree with that. Right? Yeah. So actually I think it's time for us to take a little break. Um, and when we return, we will continue this conversation. So don't go anywhere. Hope you guys are enjoying it. More wisdom and strength for your mental health and emotional well-being is on the way on get mental with Cecile Aarons and T Smith. From a very young age, I knew that I wanted to help people. I wanted to change things for the better and be part of the solution. Through a lot of hard work and determination, I achieved my dream of owning a private practice known as Transcend Therapy, where we provide counseling for individuals, couples, and families. I've always been passionate about helping people resolve the things in life that may be holding them back or creating pain. Launching Get Mental Radio was just the next step towards helping more people because our mental health is just as important as our physical health. Life is tough, and if you're struggling, you're not alone. We can help you weather the storm. Hi, I'm Cecile Ahrens, owner of Transcend Therapy. We truly care and are committed to giving you the best service. You're not going to feel like just another client, and you are definitely not going to feel judged. We offer quality, compassionate, results-driven therapy services. For more information, check us out at TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. Supporting local business isn't always convenient, but at Ortiz Market, it is. 
Ortiz Market has all your shopping needs right at the corner of Escondido Boulevard and 13th Avenue in Escondido. They're family-owned and operated and feature a huge selection of local beverages. And if they don't have what you're looking for, they'll order it for you. That means you can get what you want without the long lines you find at big-name supermarkets. The best part is they care about serving our community and are here to join the fight to destigmatize mental health and let people know you are not alone. Visit Ortiz Market today at the corner of Escondido Boulevard and 13th Avenue in Escondido. Get ready to have some fun while you reconnect with your own wisdom and strength on Get Mental. Now, here's your hosts, Cecile Ayers and T. Smith. Welcome back, you guys. You are listening to Get Mental Podcast, where we talk about all things mental health and mindset. And today we are talking about what women do wrong in relationships. And if you've missed any of it, you can always listen to our podcast, anywhere you listen to your podcast. Um, but to recap, we talked about being um, some of the things that we thought you know women could look at is if you're too independent, if you're sending too many mixed messages or tend to be passive aggressive or don't know how to communicate your needs. And I think, what did you say, T? So, um, yes, definitely, you know, not knowing how to communicate what's on your mind, how you say things. That's right. Your delivery, your tone, your timing. Yes. Being 100, you know, doing, saying one thing, feeling another way, you know, and one of the things I think women do wrong that I really want to hit on is that a lot of women treat men like a project. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Please speak to us. Teach us. <laughs> so it's like project versus purpose. Mm. And most women try to, they're, first of all, you can never change a man. A man has to want to change on his own. So as long as you have a project, you're going you gonna to have a fight. And you don't want to try to change a man. You want to kind of direct a man. Mm. Encourage him. Encourage him. So, you know, when you're thinking about as a purpose, how can I help him walk into his purpose? But when you're thinking about a project is, I need him to be this for me. Yes. I need him to do this so we can look good. I need him to have this so I can do this. Project is selfish. Purpose is selfless. Love that. Love that. Ladies, I know a lot of ladies who um, are guilty of that. Talk to me. Have you been there? You ever did that in your life before? You know... I was trying to think as you thought about that, maybe when I was younger, I really can't even think of a, not that because I was perfect or anything, but I really can't think of a relationship where I I need, you know, I think because part of that T is because I always was so focused on doing my thing, you know? And so I had a lot of, I attracted a lot of go-getters in my life. I dated a lot of men who were also accomplished. If anything that... I probably did as a as a project without knowing it at the time is more the the emotional life the emotional piece of them of like you need to do this you need to read this book you need to go to therapy you need to like fix your yourself kind of thing and um it definitely was not you know taken well when I was a lot younger because mm. that, that's all because I was also naive as well and, and immature you know in my relationships but I know a lot of people to this day in my circle, women who do that, who who would even say, Oh, you know, I'm just gonna ignore that because I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna train him. Yes. Oh, don't say that word. <laughs> You've heard that a lot, right? Like, oh, I'm just gonna train him to do this. Or I've gotten that advice, right? When I've vented to 
my girlfriends and they're like, honey, it's okay. You can always train him to do this. Okay. And this is how you do it. It's like, uh, no, they're not dogs, <laughs> but I've always had taken issue with that. But maybe because, you know, I was in the, I was in a different mindset already anyway, because I was already, you know, preparing and studying to be a therapist. So I knew that that was not the way, but it, it is, it, that it happens all of the time. And I'm glad that you, you brought that up because it's very demeaning. It's very, you know, then you're looking at, you're dehumanizing a person in a way when you do that. And that goes back to the respect thing that you said earlier on. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a Build-A-Bear, like, you know. Uh, <laughs> a Build-A-Bear, that's hilarious. Like Sorry. a Build-A-Bear, like women, you know, if you, if you settle through the door, you're going to have to pay for that, the whole relationship. <sighs> yeah. Instead of trying to find a project, just find somebody with purpose. Yes. And, and somebody that's willing to grow and walk down the same lane that you're walking down, journey to success, is better that, because you don't, a lot of times women see potential, but don't see ambition. Mm -hmm. You got to stop looking for potential and start looking for ambition. Right, right. And I, used, I would say that too, you know, with people I support, like you can't bank on potential. There has to be more than that for the relationship to be viable right exactly. You're you know you got to look at what is now because what is now could be what is tomorrow exactly yeah yeah and you know just to clarify of course in a relationship growth and change and evolving is all part of the journey it's yeah. not about not changing but i think what t is saying is again your approach your attitude your tone your intention you know, is it for you that you need the man to change or is it for the relationship, right? Is it for, you know, his own growth and enrichment? Yeah. Right? So, yeah, there is definitely um, healthy relationships can definitely bring out the best in each other. And that's when you know you're in a great, solid relationship is when you both rise up, when you both feel good about yourselves and each other. Yes. So the last thing I want to say T that I thought about, um, and there's so many things that we can improve upon as women, but the big thing that I see a lot is when women are looking for the perfect man. Okay. Um, and this kind of piggybacks to what you just said about, you know, uh, having a project, right? Women sometimes tend to, I think, idealize men or idealize a relationship and, and their partners, you know, meaning you kind of put, you kind of think like, once I have this relationship, then I'm going to be complete or really happy and fulfilled, right? And yes, there is an element to that, but even good relationships have issues, have humps and bumps, you know? So it's not like walking off into the sunset, guys. You know, it's not a Hollywood movie where it ends that way. It's an ongoing process of learning and evolving, you know, how to love this other person. Yeah. So yeah, I just want the ladies to be cognizant of that, that you can sometimes buy into Hollywood's version of romance and love. And it, it just does not work that way. It just does not work that way. That's why the divorce rates are still so high you know, um, all over the world, especially in the States, despite of all the advances and all the knowledge we have about couples counseling and so forth. I think these expectations women have can really um, harm the relationship sometimes. And then, then if you don't get support or guidance, 
then you just start believing these kind of myths and stories and narratives you've had along all all your life. And then you move on to the next person kind of doing the same thing. You'll never find it because there is no such thing as perfect. Yes, it's not. Um, that perfect word, man, it's like, and that's exactly kind of stemming off, you know, from uh, what I said about building somebody like finding Mr. Perfect. You know, you're not, you're not looking for Mr. Perfect. You're looking for Mr. Perfect for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You feel me? Like it's not so much about. Um, I just think that for women, you know, we live in a world today where if you come from a lot of hurt, you begin to carve out this idea of a man that does not exist in the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, he's perfect in every way. He's six three, has the perfect shape. He knows how to cook. He can he can fix the toilet. He's emotionally available. He's emotionally available. He can change it. <laughs> he can change your oil. He can run your bath water. Like he, you know, he can oh, plant a garden. Yeah, the list goes on and on. You know, yes. he's he he's got a great job. He's financially responsible and secure. Um, this and that. And again, ladies, there ain't nothing wrong with that. But you gotta get real. That not all That's those boxes it. are gonna get checked. Yes, you gotta get real today. You know, be. Be you. Understand what you're not going to settle for. Mm-hmm. Understand what you need to come to the table with mm-hmm. and then work from there. We don't want to, you know, our expectations be so high, but our commitment be so low. Yes, I love that. So T, tell us, let's let's get even more real here. What's it like for a man these days to be dating women in the 20th century? Because we've changed a lot as women. You know, our role, our expectations, our options... Like there's so many things now that we can do where we literally don't need a man, you know, so to say, so to speak. But what's that like for you guys, you know, having to approach us and what are you experiencing out there? What are women looking for? And is it, you know, are you experiencing this thing of like they're looking for, they have unrealistic maybe expectations? Yeah, it ain't the same like it used to be. Um, (laughs) (laughs) These women today, you got to come with it today. We've raised the bar so high, huh? The bar is very high, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just, like we were saying, being realistic. Yes. Women today, you know, uh, I just had the verbiage in my mind. The women today, you know, they set the bar so high that nobody can live up to it. And then what happens is they start getting lonely because they have these unrealistic expectations. And then when that loneliness step in and they can't find nobody, quote unquote, who's up there, then that's when they go and settle. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Because sooner or later, you don't want to be 40, 50 years old going to Applebee's by yourself. You know, so now it's like, oh, God, forget it. You know, just give me anybody. And then so you went from going from 100, then you went to going to zero. (laughs) Because you never had that realistic expectations of where are you at? What makes you happy, right? Instead of, you know, who, I mean, who's this relationship for? Is it for social media or is it for you? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Is it for your family or is it for you? Right. You know, so women just got to be clear on that if they can love themselves unapologetically from head to toe, they can attract people to love them because it's not about who looks good. It's about who feels good. Right. Word. But yeah, and again, that comes back to love. That's really what love is about. Love is about acceptance, you yeah. know, not resignation, not having, not, not, I'm not saying don't have standards, don't have values. 
But at the end of the day, you have to see your partner, that man in front of you or your partner for who they are as a whole person. And that means the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, all of it. Because yeah. we all are, we all have that, right? We all come to the table with something. Yeah. And ladies, the thing is, when you have these unrealistic expectations, you know, and say you were lucky enough to have this guy that met that that um checked a lot of the boxes what can happen is that life can throw you a curveball and some crazy accident can happen yes right that will strip away some of these things and then you're you're left to have to contend with that and then what so the foundation has to be more than that right so for example just to bring it home um a colleague of mine she married somebody who was able-bodied, you know, very successful as a chef. And, you know, they were doing really well. And this guy got into a major car accident, ended up being a quadriplegic, Ooh. right? And doesn't cook anymore. Like, he got into some severe, severe depression. And, I mean, she's there. She hung in, hung in there with him. And I remember when we were talking candidly, she said, you know, the thing is like, you may start off with the marriage or person you think you you wanted, but then life can still happen. And the foundation still has to be about love and commitment. Mm, come on, wife. Right? So these illusions that when you find this person and they check all these boxes is an illusion at best. Meaning you got to ask yourself that deeper question of, am I ready to commit to this person for better or worse? You know, am I really going to show up for this person when some of these things are not available for the relationship anymore? Who is this person really in front of me outside of their job and their income? Mm. So ladies, you know, you can't get caught up in some of these um, superficial things. It's, it's great to have standards and I'm all about that. And I, that's one of the things I really help uh, women with is, you know, have these healthy boundaries, but also I help them figure out what's a true non-negotiable, what's a nice to have versus a must have. And, exactly, right. I love that. Yeah. What's a true non-negotiable, that's well said. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sometimes when you're not reflecting on it or being thoughtful about it, it it can all just feel like they're all non-negotiables. Yeah. But when you really start to unpack it and they get clear about their own values, then it's easier to find that partner because you're not caught up in all of these unrealistic expectations. Mm. Yes. Mm. yes, 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 yes. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So, yeah, this year, let's do away with the unreal expectations. Yes. Absolutely. Let's be you. Let's be true. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. And let's ha- give each other grace. Let's give each mm. other some grace. Yes, that's a great thing. People don't give people an opportunity to fail nowadays. Yes. You know, everybody got to be perfect. You know, some days are just better than others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And if you have that foundation of love and respect, you know, that's where all these wonderful things I'm talking about comes from. That That is what creates all that that's what makes it easy to to apply some of these things that t and i are talking about but that's got to start with you know with you as a person knowing who you are and 
you know, knowing what love, understanding what love really means to you out, outside of the ego, right? Like really going deep and, and reflecting on what does love mean to me? At best, what does it look like? And at worst, what am I willing to, to live with? Yes. You know, because life's going to throw you curveballs. If you live long enough, there's going to be some stuff that's going to happen to us. So it's not all about, you know, birds and the bees. <laughs> <laughs> the birds yeah. the, right. that's it that's it so i mean and there are a few other things too but you know we we are running out of time um but if you need help with this you know email me transcendtherapy at gmail.com email t what's your email t yes you guys can use tsmithspeaks.com info at tsmithspeaks.com as well as you guys can come on in to the Get That's right. And, um, share what Wrong. you got to talk on, on this conversation. So on Tuesdays we have our um uh Cecile does a Tuesday yes. session transformation Tuesday. Yes. And on Thursdays I do a think it through Thursday. Yes. So we'd love for you guys to come in into the group and let's hear your advice. Let's hear your nuggets about maybe your journey and what you've been through so that we can share that with our other get mental family and we can just rise above and be able to help each other go to another level. That's right. Yeah, it's a really awesome group if you want to check it out and join. Um, there's a lot of uh, solid members there who, you know, uh, participate and give us uh, ideas on what to focus on next. And yeah, and you can just, it's just a great support network and you know, information and resources. Or if you just need to vent, you know, um, check it out. Facebook, uh, the Facebook page, group page is Get Mental and you're going to see my face and T's face on there so you won't miss it. Okay, well, I think we've reached the end of our show today. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully um, you guys enjoyed this. And again, ladies, you know, we're in your corner just trying to help you guys grow and elevate. Hopefully uh, this has caused you to pause and reflect on maybe some of your own blind spots. And if you need help, please seek it out because you don't have to do this alone. Any yeah, final words, T? And ladies, we got your back because we're about to talk about the men on the next episode. So guys, stay tuned <laughs> in. Good. This next episode, you're going to love. So we appreciate you guys today. We hope you guys are being healthy. We hope you guys are staying safe. And that we hope you guys are using this time to really develop on a personal level in this time of pan pandemic. So we just want to thank you guys, man. We just wish you guys a very happy day. You know, get well, get mental because, because we all, we all have issues <laughs> all right guys have a great one bye Thanks for joining us today on Get Mental with Cecile Ahrens and T. Smith. To learn more about your hosts, become a sponsor or a guest on Get Mental, or if you have any questions about mental health, visit TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. Join us next week at this same time for more talk on all things mental health on Get Mental with Cecile Ahrens and T. Smith on The Answer San Diego.